everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And it's Christmas. It's Christmas Eve Eve when we're recording this. It's it Festivus. It's Festivus for, for the rest of us. The rest of us. And I definitely have a lot of uh, complaints, some grievances that needed to be aired. Yeah, well, it's not been a, it's not been a great year. I think we can all say that. Yeah, that's definitely true. I think mm-hmm. everyone can say it's been it's been meh. It's been meh. Me- at at the best at, at best. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a resounding, but kind of meh. Yeah, yeah, just just all around meh. So, Jillian, what have you been watching this week? I'm still fucking myself up on I shouldn't be alive. Because yeah. most of them are something that I can focus my anxiety on. And they're right. things that will never happen to me. So, That's always good. Like, I'm not going to go up Mount McKinley in late November. Like, I'm not an idiot like these people. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, actually, I would say after this year, I'm probably not going to leave my house just ever again. So I'm good. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure sh- there, there are dangers I can get into in the house, but there are, lo- there are fewer yeah. and so yeah just like air your house out occasionally don't get co2 poisoned and probably you'll be fine probably probably i think that's the only thing i've really been watching because i've been watching a lot of football so i've been playing video games um Mm -hmm. oh i did start a really good new podcast called tenfold more shit tenfold more wicked Ooh, i like this i like the title really good it's um she's like a historical criminologist so like she does like the history of crimes and stuff and she's been doing this one in upstate new york right where like the town over from where my dad grew up Ah. of this dude who like serial killed a whole family like jesus systematically like one at a time and got away with it each time and then just kept fucking doing it can you imagine just being in that family and just like being like, when's my time coming? Everyone else is getting murdered in my family. Right. When am I up? It starts out with the lady like in um, the cemetery in the town in Dryden, New York. Um, and she's like, over half the cemetery is members of the Schutz family. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck. That's crazy. I'm going to have to listen yeah. to that, though, because I'm in like a uh, I feel like I say this like every like two months, but I'm in like a big true crime kick. Yeah. I'm like an all or nothing person with true crime. Like I always am interested in it, but like I when I get interested in it, like it's all I consume for like oh, yeah. a set period of time and then I like ease off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the catharsis of like absorbing all the true crime and knowing all the ways that you could be killed. And then you just have to like take a little break, do some like weird I don't even know, fundamentalist bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just do palate cleanser. Yeah, the palate cleanser of fundamentalism, yes. Yeah, I mean, well, when you compare it to some of the things I've been, the horrors I've been listening right. to, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, I'm just going to translate, I'm just going to go right into what I've been watching. Do it. What are you um, doing? Let's make this natural transition. Let's do it. Um, well, I have um, haven't been watching a ton either, but I did start, I wanted to mention, I did start, um, which this, I think, was released in, like, June or July, but the um, HBO docuseries of the I'll Be Gone in the Dark, uh, which oh, is yeah. based off of the book by Michelle McNamara, which is about the Golden State Killer and stuff, which is an incredible book, by the way. It was so good. Incredible book. I think I finished it, like, almost in front of your house because I was walking the dog while listening to the audiobook, and I was right by the school. I was nice. like, hell yeah. Yes. Um, I, yeah, I li- actually, I was reading that book when the um uh joseph d'angelo was arrested i was like in the middle of reading Mm. it it was like incredible timing and it was amazing and really cathartic but we uh i've been i started watching the docuseries which is not only about like the golden state killer but it's about like the book and like michelle mcnamara herself which is really interesting and really good so i'm only like halfway through but so far it's really really good so that's been awesome and i wanted to make a recommendation because Uh i saw that on netflix like we talked about a couple weeks ago they're like releasing some like older shows which is like i'm all for um teen mom 2 some of the early seasons (gasps) are on netflix and uh teen mom 2 early seasons is like top notch if you're at all interested in that kind of thing, watch it on Netflix because it's that's some quality trash right there. Wow, that's so good. I'm mm-hmm. so oh, man. Netflix is really killing it lately. They are. I'm here for this. I like. I love 
rewatching old stuff that I completely forgot about. And so they just put something new on there that I wanted to watch that was old and I can't remember what it is now. Oh, fucking Stargate. Like I can do my new mm, sci-fi trash fest. Hell old yeah. Stargate where Jason Momoa got his start back when he was a tiny man compared to who he is now. Like mm. a tiny Momoa. Well, he was a tiny Momoa. Like, he was a big dude on the show, and now he's just, like, three times the dude. He's a huge dude now. He's so big. He's a capital D-U-D-E dude. 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 (laughs) So let's get into it. We're going to do a little bit of, like, a Christmas special today, because why not? We We need to soak in the Christmas vibes while we can, because... Soon it's going to just be winter, winter. and dark and no, nothing to look forward to except maybe whenever we get in line for a vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Or or uh, the Discovery Plus streaming service that TLC Ooh. will not stop advertising to me. Endlessly. Endlessly. Like, I, I don't want it that bad. I really <laughs> wish. I mean, I I don't I don't want it either. But like it's the there's too many streaming services right now and it stresses me out. Yeah, like, legitimately it's stresses as much me as out. Cable now mm-hmm. on streaming services. Something must be done about this. Okay, so for our Christmas special, we decided that we were going to pick a couple of Netflix's new holiday movies of this year, and you know, watch them like the trash that they are, and we're going to talk about them, and we're going to trash mm-hmm. talk about them because that's why we're here. Yeah, that's why we're here. Literally, we- the point of our show. We decided, I mean, like, the Hallmark ones are always good, but pretty predictable. But Netflix, you can get some pretty wild variations of, like, Definitely. pretty good movie to absolute worst movie. Mm-hmm. And you get you get all the same, like, tropes. But, right, there's a little bit more variation in the Netflix movies than... I feel like all the Hallmark and Lifetime movies are pretty much, like, carbon copies of each other. Mm-hmm. With just, like, tweaking a few, you know, details. But, like, it's I mean, the they same. even reuse names. After, yeah. I think, like, after, like, five years, they can reuse a different Hallmark movie name, which makes it really hard to find old Hallmark movies. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's only so many, like, Christmassy titles you can come up with before <laughs> you need to start uh, getting in the backlog there. Um, one of the ones on Hallmark that was that came out this year was Don't Date a Man in a Christmas Sweater. Okay. I'm like, all right. That's, cool. I guess, good advice. I mean, I don't know. I guess if you fucking hate Christmas, Hallmark. Really, yeah. Like the best part about Christmas is the sweaters. No, yeah. Christmas sweaters are like part of the magic. Maybe if they were wearing a Christmas sweater like in the middle of August, like that'd be weird. Yeah. Don't date a man who only wears Christmas sweaters. Yes. That that is good advice for anybody. Yeah. I'm sorry if you like Christmas that much. Like I love Christmas, but you need to move on. Yeah, you gotta have phases in your life. You gotta go through your your seasons. You gotta exactly. walk through the seasons of your life. The seasons of life. <laughs> Michelle Duggar has spoken. Which is funny because I don't even think they celebrate anything but Christmas. Do they even celebrate Christmas? They celebrate Christmas. They don't celebrate like Halloween and stuff though. I know that. Um, yeah, the the devil's holiday. Right, right. But yeah, they do celebrate Christmas. I'm not sure. Like, I'm sure they have weird their own weird Christmas stuff that they claim you can't have santa because santa is an idol that you're worshiping or something yeah something weird like that exactly (laughs) exhausting all right well let's start with a california christmas a california christmas man i thought this one was gonna be you know middling to hallmark but it was bad this it was, was a really bad, bad movie. I made Kyler watch it with me, and he was like a little mad at me after we finished because I think he thought it was going to be something good. And I was like, "Honey, no, oh, this honey. is for my podcast. Like, you know, you know what we're about to get into, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I don't, I don't even know how to explain what this movie is about, other than it's kind of tangentially about vineyards and ranching and rich people trying to buy the land from them and fraud. <laughs> and cancer or something yeah and cancer we get a lot of feelings um and a lot of money a lot of money and a lot of sassy rich ladies yes well or one really sassy rich lady right anyways um, but yes so we start off um our main ca- guy character his name is joseph um well that's his real name but he doesn't go by joseph for most of the movie which i'll get into in a second <laughs> but so he's a real dick like from the get-go like he 
he like you're not supposed to like this guy very clearly i mean the movie opens with him having some lady in a fancy hotel room that he's like all right bye i'll call you and then he won't give her a kiss goodbye and she's like you're not gonna call me and he's like you're right Mm. bye not cute not cute sorry no no so we really get his playboy persona right from the get-go the rich shit child the rich shit child and that's further illustrated when he goes to work where where i guess his mom is like big lady boss um i don't even really know what they do they it was never really explained was it i don't i don't know i think they're just (laughs) one of those kind of like ephemeral land real estate holdings company because like part of the plot was that they wanted to buy the land because they were building a shipping thing on there okay i don't know yeah, it was never really like fully explained what the fuck they do, but they're rich and they're buying people's land is basically all we want. So like that's already like cool. Not a great association. Like it just doesn't sound yeah. great. Yeah, you work for a skeevy capitalist country country company. <laughs> Obvious nepotism involved because your um the mom's like, Oh, if you get this big deal, Joseph, you will be promoted at the holiday party. And it's yeah, like, you'll oh, be VP wow. of direct sales, which is like, oh, you're doing an MLM now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, um, also, I just want to say she's a rich lady and her fucking name is Amy. And I feel like that's not a rich lady name. It's not. That's like a normal person name. I know so many yeah. just like normal Amy's that are great. I know. We got to we gotta figure out if they're actual real rich Amy's. Like the only Amy I can think of that has any like non-entertainment money is like amy klobuchar (laughs) oh yeah which is yeah um but yeah like other than like amy poehler who's like just famous like yeah that's not really like a yeah i don't that's that's a good point that's not really like the first name i would have thought of if i was thinking of like a a rich lady rich lady her name's amy van astin which is like that van astin is so stereotypical that then they should have been like oh yes she's evangeline or beatrice or Penelope mm-hmm. or something, you know, very Esther. long and extravagant. Yes. Either like something really long and extravagant or like an old lady name. Those are like the most Yeah. Those are like the rich lady names. Yeah, those are your two options. Right. Um God, I don't know. I just wrote he works in a tall building because they focused on the tall building for like a really long they time did. when he like motorcycled up to it. They were like panoramic shot of how tall this building is. I remember that exact shot and I was like, okay, that's a that's a choice. It's pro- it like didn't even look like that tall of a building really. It was just like yeah. <laughs> a building. Yeah, it was like, oh, it's 12 stories. Cool, bud. Nice. You're really <laughs> making it there. Skyscraper. He's scraping that sky. I guess they were probably just trying to like draw, like show how different his life is compared to you know what he's mm-hmm. about to walk into. But it's like okay, we get yeah. it. We don't need we don't need the we don't need the. Slap We've in the all face. seen New York in the movies. Come on, we, we know. know, we know. <sighs> okay, yeah. so he basically <laughs> is supposed to go out to like middle of bumfuck nowhere, California. Mm-hmm. on this dairy farm because that's the land that they're looking to buy and i guess the family there is not doing well financially and so they're like yeah we can just get that get that land real quick mm-hmm. but what's his face joseph i forgot his name already because i hate him I so know. much joseph shows up early and gets confused with the ranch hand the new ranch hand who's supposed to be started who's named manny and so he decides because he gets there and sees oh fuck this girl's hot so mm-hmm. um she's hot and special special and hot so i'm gonna have to pretend to be manny obviously yes. and gain her trust and then convince her to sell my mom her land yes well and so the whole thing of this it starts out with the typical christmas serendipity of him having his butler who's driving him hit a bump and he spills wine on his shirt so he has to wear the clothes that his butler was going to donate to goodwill in the back right so he's wearing poor man clothes right as a rich man i don't know how dare he how dare he but like it's so funny because it's like oh yep he's not a polo guy anymore he's really a baseball tee guy yeah definitely (laughs) definitely 
It was so much. Um, oh, I did say that this part really reminded me of when um, Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie were sent to the countryside for oh, that reality yeah. TV show. <laughs> because, like, that's what it is. This guy is, like, a shitty rich kid. He needs to learn some responsibility and respect for life. So let's send him into the country. Yeah, this is like a Christmas movie version of The Simple Life, for real. Um, and it, and yes. it does fit because I think in The Simple Life, they didn't, one of them have to help birth a calf. And yes. I think that happened. I mean, that's the first thing that he has to do is help birth a calf. And that's yeah. how they're like, oh, it's the ranch hand. It's Manny. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Manny. Um, <laughs> so, and then, of course, again, with the Christmas serendipity, his he's talking to his butler on the phone. And his butler's at the car wash. And he's like explaining and Joseph's explaining the situation. And he's like, you need to find Manny and tell him hey, not to show up. Come here and blow my cover. Which like, first of all, what a fucking task. Find a dude named Manny and tell him not to show up. Like, what the fuck? And, but, and of course, Manny just happens to be sitting right next to him at the car wash. Of course. Mm-hmm. And so of and course. he just goes along with it, too. He's just like, yeah, cool. Which like, I yeah. don't know. I wouldn't. I'd be like, if. That that would not be my initial reaction if somebody like was like, we don't want you to show up. I'd be like, I'm calling the fucking cops because somebody <laughs> I've been watching too much true crime because somebody's getting murdered yeah. or something. I think if they just gave me cash, I'd just leave. I wouldn't stick around like he did to extort them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. That was that was weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I loved Manny as a character. Like he yeah, was the he best was character of definitely. the whole movie because like he was ridiculous and made out to be kind of an idiot, but then a smart guy in the end because. Of course. The jester. But, yeah. I mean, he, he was very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the only character that was, like, supposed to be funny, like, fully funny, and mm-hmm. actually was a little bit funny. And everyone else, there was, like, comedic moments, but it, you were also, also supposed to be taking him seriously. So it was nice to have one character that was just, like, solid comic relief. Mm-hmm. And he teaches Leo, the butler, how to play Call of Duty, and Leo, the butler... Teaches him how to be a sommelier and they're match made in heaven. They should have fallen in love. A tale as old as time. Yeah. Um, The butler and the ranch hand. (laughs) And the silver spoon. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Where's that spoon going? Okay. So then the whole thing is her mom. Okay. Wait, we haven't even talked about the lady yet. Yeah. Let's let's talk about the family. What the fuck is her name? I don't think she was given a name. I think she was just mom. I swear okay. to God, I don't remember that, her getting a name. That may be true. Uh, let's <laughs> see. Okay, so the mom's name is Wendy. Wendy. Okay, I don't remember that being said, but I'm sure it maybe was, but maybe not. I don't know. Um, and the daughter's name is Liz, right? Callie. Liz? <laughs> Callie. Why is Callie not in the credits? I swear to God, that's her name. That's the name it I is. have in my... It is. It's totally Callie. I know. That felt weird to me to say Liz. Who the fuck was Liz? Oh, Liz. Oh, this is why I have Liz down. Liz is the singer at the bar. bar. Oh. Um, And she is Caitlin Epperly, who was on American Idol. Oh. She was one of the finalists. Okay. They did, like, play. They, like, it was, like, the same singer, and they, like, focused on it a lot. So I was like, is that supposed to be somebody I'm supposed to know? I mean, I don't know why they took someone from 2010 American Idol and they're like, yeah, relevant in a 2020 movie. Exactly. And she like was, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like anything incredible. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like American Idol singer. It was weird. Yeah. I don't know. It was so weird. Yes. So Callie and mom, Wendy, were discussing the new ranch hand. Mm -hmm. And Callie has a little sister named Hannah who like will just kind of randomly show up, but doesn't really have a point in this otherwise yeah she's kind of just like the reason that callie and the mom care because they yeah. want her to have a good childhood they scare because they care <laughs> sorry <laughs> yes um her mom wendy made a farmers joke which that was, was good. very good mm-hmm. top quality writing there i don't know who is in the writer's room for this but that was definitely a funny person who wrote that one yeah that was good Whoever wrote that one also wrote all of Manny's jokes and stuff. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like the one millennial in the room. Exactly. It's like, all right, <laughs> we're going to make a farmersonly.com joke. Right. Uh, but like the whole, I guess the, the main dynamic is that the mom is dying of cancer and she, and it's kind of like slowly revealed throughout 
the movie that like she is clearly isn't her first rodeo with cancer that was a weird way to say it i'm sorry um and her first <laughs> cancer shindig not not quite and she has i guess decided not to do chemo and just kind of like let let it happen let it go mm-hmm. um and so yeah that's like the whole thing with them and so Callie like feels responsible for like taking care of her mom and taking care of the farm and taking care of her sister and like making sure that like things are good because it's clear that her mom is like going to die so Mm -hmm. yeah and we know that Callie's dad and her fiance ex now ex-fiance I guess because he dead and the dad's dead and everyone's dead in this I think everyone has at least a couple really dead people in tragic ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they died. Her dad and fiance died in like a car accident that, of course, she was with them, but she was fine, which, okay. I mean, uh, that yeah. happens, but like, okay. We just um, had to get the survivor's guilt in there along right. with like the parental death trauma and the death of a fiance and exactly. losing your house and home. But at least she's single. She has to be single. So she's got to be single and for a reason because she can't be damaged goods. She's just got to have somebody die. Right. Exactly. Just clean it cut. It her fault. Clean cut. <laughs> she's uh, not crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and that's one thing that her and Manny, a.k.a. Joey, uh, mm-hmm. or jo- Joey, Joseph, sorry. Joey. I have a jo- friend named Joey. Um, Jay Swizzle. Jay Swizzle. They, like, bond because his dad died when he was really young. And so that's, like, kind of one of their, like bonding first bonding moments is over their dead dads which is great mm-hmm. great great that's, yeah that's when they really let each other be vulnerable with each other was when they were like hey my dad's dead and <laughs> then they're like hey my dad's also dead and you're like well yep <laughs> that sucks yeah so i think the main part about this movie is just that there was so much that happened in an hour and a half that it felt like it was like six hours long and none of the information you got was important the- it was it did feel like a really long movie but it was only like an hour and 40 minutes or something but it felt so fucking long and yeah yeah, it was like what's the point of all this where are we going with this i know like we've talked about this for i don't know how long like 30 minutes 20 minutes now and we're like halfway through the plot of the movie yeah like what the but like none of it even really matters at all (laughs) yeah so weird uh because yeah so we get into the part where um Callie is also a bartender at a bar and so we go to the bar and that's where the singer comes in and she's always just there and um there's another guy who's Connor who I don't really know who he is but he clearly like is interested in Callie and the best friend of the dead fiance okay yeah I know he was he like was friends with the fiance and stuff because that's one thing he's like I told Liam I'd take care of you which first of all he died in a car accident like when did he have the opportunity to ask you to take care of her it was yeah. like if i in my in case of my untimely death, demise yeah i'm fucking 20 years old but in case i die will you take care of my first of all gross like uh-huh. sh- honey no um anyway he's a real like gross tool and he gets like drunk yeah. at the bar and like and like assaulty her. And, yeah uh, and, and then of course yeah. joseph has to come in to the rescue and they get into a fight and she's like acts like she's all mad at him but really she's like <laughs> he came to my rescue mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. like i don't need a white knight but i love horses oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so I mean, Connor is the worst this whole fucking movie, but the bar scene, the first bar scene was one of my favorite scenes of the movie because obviously the butler just like Googled, what do cowboys wear to bar? Yeah. And so they send Joseph in in like a fresh 10 gallon hat and like cowboy shirt. ranch cowboy shirt. Yeah. And then fucking the butler comes in in like a rhinestone cowboy outfit that was, mm, mm. It was beautiful. Mm. It was incredible. That was the best part of the movie, probably, was just seeing that. It was. It was so good. And then, like, immediately they all have to, like, scurry away because real Manny comes in. And I don't know how Connor knew real Manny. Yeah. But she didn't know real Manny. Yeah, there was, like, a whole... There was so many things that were just, like, not... Just, like, glossed over and not explained at all. But then things were over-explained. It was just some real pacing issues here. After, like... 
I think the scene after this, they start talking about the candy that what that the little girl brings to yeah, them and yeah. brings them long stripe, which is just fruit by the foot. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I was like, is that just a is that just like a fruit? But that's not a candy though. Like gummy yeah. snap, like they're close, but they're not. That's not. If somebody asked if I wanted candy and they showed up with a fruit by the foot, I'd be like, what the fuck? Where's yeah. my candy? I mean, if someone called a fruit by the foot a long stripe, I would probably punch them in the throat. Yeah, that just sounds like fair. you're just trying to be like cute and like old timey. There's a word for it. You can just say, do you want fruit leather? Yeah. If you yeah. don't want to give the brand. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Like you want some fruit leather or some, I don't remember what the other fuck thing was. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. It was like gummies or something, which... I don't know. Long stripe just threw me off so yeah, it was, hard. Uh, and, and that was, I felt like that was another one that was like, they talked about it for a long time and it was like, they focused on it for like several minutes and it's like, what does this have anything to do with anything? But all right. Yeah. And then we had to watch him eat it. Yeah. Which is, I don't I like watching it. people eat anything. No. And the fruit by the foot, you just have to like <laughs> it back into your mouth. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I don't know. There's like, you either shove the whole thing in there and you're like, <laughs> right this is my audio experience my asmr moment <laughs> asmr for real <laughs> or like 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 bubble tape Ugh. gross god um so then they go in and eat dinner and they say grace and this man looks like he's never heard grace before in his entire life and um then they do the montage yes the montage he becomes a ranch man he he's a ranchman now he comes on as a ranch boy, and now he's a ranch man. A ranch man. I love a good, like, all of these movies have to have at least one good montage. Like, that's in the uh-huh. criteria for real. And that's, there's another, there's more in the next movie, too, that we're going to talk about. It's oh, just, God, yeah. just montage, montage, montage. Um, ranch man. And obviously, um, while, you know, the, obviously he's becoming a ranch man, but he's also, like, him and Callie are really you know making strides in their relationship so of mm-hmm. course he's actually there. taking time to speak to a woman for the first right. time in his life and he's discovered wow actually women are kind of interesting and then he <laughs> just checks too. out her butt while she's cleaning her truck of course of course that's yep <laughs> gotta bring same. it back around to the little horn dog um yeah i don't know then wendy which i didn't know her name either during there so i just said <laughs> dying mom <laughs> doing the one where it's like Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Manny. I hope you don't have a job for the spring because you've got to stay on here and be careful with my girl. Ew. Of course. She has to say stuff like that. Like classic mom in in one of these movies. Which, Um, I mean, to be fair, it is the most, like, reasonable one because she's actually dying and there's nobody else to take care of this girl. Right. All right. I get that. You get one pass. (laughs) Um... But yeah, Sorry, I'm like making ice jingle noises. I no. just realized I was like, <sighs> it's ASMR, baby. Going uh, further with the dying mom, there was mm-hmm. a scene where I think I don't know what happened. But they were like all all three of them, the two sisters and Manny Joey. Keep calling him Joey. That's not his name, but whatever. It's because it's Manny. But yeah, they have to call him Mansif and Joseph or Manny and Joey. I think it's that. And then I also have a friend who goes exclusively by Joey. So that it's just always in my mind. Um, anyway, so they're like out at the farm and it's like the middle of the afternoon and Callie's like, oh, what's mom doing? And Hannah's like, oh, she's sleeping. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, no. And so they run into the room, run into the room. And in my notes, I had mom is dead because I thought she was dead for real. Like she seemed Uh dead and then it wasn't she wasn't dead. So I just put ish dead ish. Yeah, she was, like, lightly dead for a little bit. But this was so weird, though, because, so they, her and Manny, like, or, I'm sorry, Joseph, it's so confusing, like, I don't know how to refer to them as, anyway. I know. How about fake Manny? Fake Manny, Can we just say fake Manny? We'll do fake Manny. That makes it easier. So, Kelly and fake Manny, you know, rush her off, and then, like, all, it's not explained anything that happened. All of a sudden, like, the next scene is just the mom just, like, walking normally into the car, being like, that was a dress rehearsal. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Dress first- rehearsal for my real death. <laughs> Which, first of all, fuck, like, yeah, that's fucking morbid. But second of all, like, she seemed, like, totally fine and, like, nothing happened, which I find a little hard to believe because she seemed fucking dead, like, a second ago. Yeah. 
I mean, she had her cannula out, which apparently was the only thing wrong with her, was that she just wasn't getting enough oxygen. And apparently, when you sleep for hours without getting enough oxygen, you're just totally fine. Yeah, you just you just got to go to the hospital real quick, just for a second. Mm-hmm. With but, her daughter um, waiting outside, which is yeah, also a weird it was, part. It was just so, that was just like, so weird. Like, did this movie happy dur- happen during COVID, like, in movie? Or did they just not go in there because now they know that everyone will be like, don't fucking go in a hospital. Yeah, that's true. get really true. stressed out about it. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know when this was technically made, but um, that could be that could be why. They maybe had a whole, like, hospital scene planned out and then they just couldn't get the right set. Yeah. God. Um. Okay. So we did dead mom, not dead, dead mom. 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 <laughs> oh, and then after her mom's magically not dead, he magically fixes up her dad's motorcycle, which he had been working on for like 40 years or whatever and never got it to work. And then Manny makes this thing go putt, 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 of putt course. and they drive it to work. Yeah. I don't know. That motorcycle sounded so sick. <laughs> it did. Yeah. I would not want to ride that thing anywhere. Like not even down the street. No, thanks. Mm-mm. That's some real Ethan and Olivia bullshit there. Right. <laughs> For real. Um, and around cool. the, around cool. cool. Sorry. sorry, I was reading my notes and I, it, okay. my brain. I is... knew you were. <laughs> um, so right around this time is when we're finally like going back to the main plot, which is where Joseph's supposed to be like there to buy the land. And his mom's pissed because he's not, she's not getting any updates from him. And he's was only supposed to be there for like a day. And he's been there for like a fucking mm-hmm. week. And, which first of all all this happened in a week what the fuck i know this is a stressful last week i know oh okay so his mom is like we gotta fucking seal up this deal if right. the deal doesn't happen by christmas then the whole contract's through i don't know why they put that clause in there that seems like an insane clause because it's a christmas movie this kind of real estate i know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's anyways like, okay so he and um, fake Manny and what's her face are at the bar and real Manny and Leo come to tell him that his mom is on the way that she's oh, going to come no. blow the whole thing just to get shit signed and they don't find him because they're dancing and he dips her for so low and so long that nobody can see them because they're so in love oh they're they're only visible to each other and then Connor eavesdrops on um, real Manny and Leo the butler and figures out that he is in fact Joseph Van Asten dun, dun, dun. Um, and, and course, when Connor figures this oh sorry go ahead I was go just ahead. gonna say and of course Connor's a real asshole mm-hmm. but I mean honestly if I yeah. figured out that some dude was like <laughs> no, pretending to be someone else but like, like the way the way he like talked like the way he brought it up and he was just like real creepy about it what I I would just be like I would either confront the dude head on or I'd go up and be like, hey, um, by the way, I just heard that that dude's not really who you think he is. So let's try to figure it out. Yes. But I did like the realism probably of what I would do is uh, just text the person who they're um, bamboozling a thousand text messages that they then find the next morning. (laughs) Right. Exactly. It was just like, uh, okay. It me. Um, Yeah. But while, when Connor figures this out, she, Callie and fake Manny are in, are rolling in the hay to like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it was like to like an Imagine Dragons song. It was yeah, It was insane. bad. It was real bad. That <laughs> it was, was a choice. Not a sexy song either way. Mm-mm. But yeah, they were, you know, doing it, of course, because. You got to get one good roll in the hay before the whole thing goes to hell. Exactly um so yeah it really does suck that she like finds out literally the day after they have sex that he was lying to you the whole time i'd be so fucking pissed at him i mean mm-hmm. i would be regardless but that's just like the cherry on top like you yeah that's gross you have and then she finds out you were. that morning and then his mom rolls up at the same time mm-hmm. so it's just like a whole all coming together show. all coming together and um, so, yeah, the mom, I think they even, like, increased the offer and were like, mm-hmm. you guys are going to go bankrupt. Like, the bank will yeah. own your farm if you don't sell it to me. So, like, make a decision, but, like, you don't really have a decision. Mm-hmm. It's like, either the bank takes it or I do. Right. And uh, 
it comes it comes out that the husband took out a loan against Wendy's life insurance policy, so all of her cancer treatment payments that they haven't been able to afford won't be covered and it's a real deep dire financial hole and which um, can i talk about that for a second because yes like and this will come in a second but like at the i feel like at the end of this movie like the dad was made out to be kind of like a hero and like yeah his intuition was correct but like what a dick thing to do especially without like talking to them about it first yes like i feel like you would have needed her signature to take out a loan. I don't know. Yeah, because she didn't. She acted like she didn't even know about it. Because she's like, "Oh, my life insurance will cover this," and they're, and they're like, "No, it won't," because no. And she's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> That's like yeah, what she's it was like. like. <gasps> anyway, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so it turns out that Dad is omniscient and wanted to turn the old wine grapes that they had into a winery. And, and that, of course that this wine just like happens to be like the most delicious wine that anyone's ever had because of course it has to be. Because it's the fancy grape. Which I mean, I think that is actually a true thing that a parasite wiped out grapes in Bordeaux in like the eighteen hundreds, and so now any of those varietals are very fancy and expensive and were brought over by immigrants in suitcases. Ugh. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad I don't know. I, I'm glad that she got to be an independent lady basically yeah yeah. but yeah the best wine because yeah that's like the other thing which we kind of talked about uh, joked about but the real manny is like a natural like sommelier Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is like really funny and um yeah he like is tastes the wine and talks about how amazing it is and then they take it to like a winery and the guy is like oh yeah this is the best wine ever and then they buy the wine and they're saved they're They're saved. saved They get a lot of money up front, and then they get half of that every month every month for the lease of the grapes. And then some fucking how, by the end of the movie, they've cloned these grapevines, these, like, eight grapevines that they had, into a full Napa Valley. Huge, Like, huge, the entirety huge. of Napa Valley. Like, and insane. I'm like, I don't think grapes grow that fast. I, I No, no way in hell. Not that fast. Like, that was no. insane amount of grapes. And did yeah. you, my favorite part of this whole movie, and this actually ties into when we were talking about, um, what was it called? Holly and Ivy, the, uh-huh. um, which was a Hallmark movie that we talked about a few weeks ago. Um, and in that movie, the mom was dying too. And in both those movies, like that movie and this movie, the mom just dies and like they don't acknowledge it at all. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, look, a bench in her name or, oh, yeah. you're going to get adopted now by your neighbor. Like it's a christmas movie we can't be that sad we can't talk about death that much but like this mom's dead lifetime <laughs> it was just hallmark it was just so funny that it was like the last scene was just like a bench that was like in memory of mom and dad and it had that's probably the first fucking time we knew that her name was wendy was because it, it said wendy what's her face on it wendy <laughs> that is so true i forgot about that God. um and of course they're like sitting on the bench together fake manny and um Callie and Callie. kissing which like I'm sorry if some guy just like completely did like lied about who they were and then slept with me like it's it's a no for me from that like, I don't can care. make me that money honey and save me my farm yeah. and make a beautiful Christmas dance that's decorated with a trailer and a red truck yeah and I can still not want to marry you yes and the other thing, another thing which was funny at the end was like the mom just like accepted everything. Uh, Joseph's mom was just like, oh, I'm proud of you. It's okay. And that was just like so against like the character we presented. She pre- presented as only caring about her business and the money and stuff. And then at the end, she's just like, oh, it's fine. I just lost that on this huge deal. It's okay, though. It's like, yeah, that's not it's- how that bitch would be reacting. We know it. We know no. Amy would not be reacting like that. And if she were, well, if she did, maybe that's why Joseph got to be the way that he did. Because she's always just like, well, I'm going to give you these consequences, like taking away all your money and your motorcycles. And then she's like, no, just kidding. You care about something. So I'm proud of you, son. You really, you can be the VP of sales. You've really proved yourself that you don't care about business. Mm -hmm. Which is fine. Yeah, it was fine. Anyway, this that was pretty much it, though. Like, I don't... It was a bad movie. And it, it was, was just so much. <laughs> so they had, bad. like, a hundred ideas and just smashed it together into one movie. They did. And also, like, it's called A California Christmas. And it is... There are Christmas stuff in it. But it's, like, not really Christmassy. 
Like, Mm-mm. I feel like for a Christmas movie, it was like, did you really want to be a Christmas movie or not? Because it, it was like yeah. teetering on the edge of like, is this really even a Christmas movie? But it That's happened fair. at Christmas. It did. It happened at Christmas. Christmas. So I guess I guess if it happens at Christmas, it's inherently a Christmas movie. I mean, that's kind of true, because, like, why is Holly and Ivy a Christmas movie, other than the fact that they have Christmas-named children? True. And then the mom just fucking kicks it. Like, that's yeah. the plot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just, it, se- it didn't seem very Christmassy either, because it was, like, on a farm in California, which, like, I know that they have Christmas there, too, and it's, <laughs> but, like, when you yeah. think of Christmas, you think of, oh, like, a snowy, like, a Christmas movie, you think of snow, and you think of, you know. Yeah. It's white so, Christmas. I right. mean, come on. If it's a movie, no. it's gonna be a white Christmas. Yes. So but yeah, it was it was bad. It was awful, but it, Right. It was bad. It was so bad. But our second movie was not quite as bad. No, it was not. It was a completely different vibe movie, which I I liked that we kind of chose two different vibes because it was nice mm-hmm. to kind of get some variety. But the second movie that we watched is Holiday. Um Holiday celebrate <laughs> well that actually rhymes better than holiday celebrate exactly i'm so mad <laughs> i know <laughs> um so yeah this movie um first of all it had emma roberts in it so i had somebody mm-hmm. that i like knew which was in, in nice i guess um yes. i don't really like she's not my favorite but she was fine in this um, it also had Kristen Chenoweth as yes, the crazy yes, aunt, yes. which I love Kristen Chenoweth. She makes every movie good. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she's like the perfect crazy aunt. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but okay, so this movie it's about Sloane, who is kind of like an outcast, like late twenties. Um, you know, works from home, doesn't have a, a single. Um, Sloane is a millennial. Sloane is Just... a millennial. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a ton of people I know. Um, and, but every time she goes home for the holidays, it's always her being hounded of like, when are you going to settle down with someone, blah, 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 which like, I get like, that's mm-hmm. how it is yeah. when you're in your late Very 20s. Relatable. Especially um, when you have lots of siblings, I'm sure, when the, who are getting married and are younger right. than you and stuff. Yeah. That's what one of the first, so this movie starts at Christmas, um, and mm-hmm. she like goes home for her Christmas and like her younger brother gets engaged, which like that I'm sure is like oof um Mm -hmm. it's like oh my younger brother and i'm just here alone yay um so yeah that's kind of like the start of the movie and then at the same christmas gathering kristen chenoweth aka slutty aunt slutty aunt susan Mm -hmm. is um brings her holiday which is a (laughs) mall santa that she met which i love um and she explains kind of the concept of like just having someone to go home with the holidays with and like no commitment no strings attached you just like each other's holiday date to get through you know the Mm -hmm. the family holidays a predictable and reliable like friend person right to chill with and so then sloan is like "Mm -hmm. yes interested Okay, and so then we we get into one of like eighty scenes of this movie where it's just people bumping into each other at random places, mm-hmm. even though they live in Chicago. Like you're mm-hmm. not gonna bump into these people that often. I'm sorry. You fucking think. But when I lived in London, I had to hide behind an escalator once to avoid an ex. <laughs> in like King's Cross That's Station. Crazy. I was like i guess it happens every now and then but it literally happened like six times Mm -hmm. in this movie oh yeah in chicago like come on now um yeah for sure but so anyway she runs into jackson which she doesn't know him but they run into each other at the mall and they're returning gifts um and they kind of are like vibing with hating everything i don't know Mm -hmm. they're just like yeah kind of like hating the pressures of the holidays right right because we also got jackson's christmas yes yes i forgot which was him going to like his girlfriend sort of house yeah they weren't even like official and she was he was just like i don't have family here so i'm gonna come to your christmas and she was like all into it and he was like no Mm -hmm. i'm not into it yeah he was not into the cuffing season and she was into the cuffing season right um yeah, so they both were just like, meh, meh, I hate the holidays. Mm-hmm. It sucks. I just want to live my life and not have people pressure me. And so then. <laughs> so then. Uh, it works out perfectly, doesn't it? Um, mm-hmm. That they, um, 
I guess Sloan talks about what a holiday is and Jackson's like, oh, he's Australian too, by the way. He's of like, course. oh, you should be my New Year's Eve holiday. And Sloan's like, no. Well, first of all, the first thing he says to her is, uh, like, I'm not into you, really. You're not even that attractive to me, which like, uh-huh. fuck you. Okay. Um, and so obviously she's like not into it at first. So she goes away, but he gives her his card and he's a professional golfer which is like the worst thing about him because i don't know that just like really well it really negated all of the like good australian vibes yeah yeah like like i don't know golf is just inherently a no for me um i get it and so but obviously sloan is gonna call him because like that's the whole point of the movie so sloan decides okay we're gonna do it and so they go to this huge, fancy New Year's Eve party together. And first of all, while I was watching this, I was just like, where are everyone's masks? I'm so uncomfortable. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, all the time I'm having to Google, like, when was this filmed? Because most of the stuff was filmed, like, last Christmas. Right, right. And so they didn't really anticipate a global pandemic. <laughs> right, exactly. So, uh, yeah. yeah I, I was waiting at the end because I was wondering. And I, I ex- kind of expected them to not have a year, like, because it was a New Year's party. So I expected them to not be like happy 2021 because they don't want to date the movie but like i was waiting for them to say that so i could be like this is not historically accurate this would not be happening (laughs) alternate timeline i wish that was what it was but um no i bet they just edited it out they thought they were gonna make it oh yeah definitely for 2021 and then they were like let's not because we'll get in trouble um but yeah, so they are at the party. They run into Aunt Susan again with mm-hmm. some other guy, which was funny. Um, yes. And yeah, they kind of, I don't know, they have a pretty good time. So on, on New Year's Eve, like it ends kind of bitterly and they, um, he kind of floats the idea of Valentine's Day and she's like not into it. Um, and mm-hmm. she actually like doesn't um, even like contact him for Valentine's Day and just like does her own thing. But this is where another run-in happened so she's at the candy store in the mall yes god i forgot this scene (laughs) she runs into luke her ex-boyfriend and his new hot girlfriend there of course on valentine's day cheated on her yes and guess who else just happened to be at the mall guess um i don't know santa (laughs) santa not quite it was um australian boy jackson who comes to her rescue and is like oh I've been trying to, you know, I've been trying to get slide into your DMs and you keep ignoring me, you know, trying to make it look like she's really desirable, even though nobody wants yeah. her. Um, have to try it. Right. Um, and so that kind of like reignites the stuff between Sloan and Jackson. Um, and mm-hmm. they decide that they're going to keeping holidays for like the non like sexual related holidays. So then there's the montage yeah. where they do like St. Patrick's Day um and easter and they do cinco de mayo and you know all and it's that like, stuff and i feel like she really didn't listen to slutty aunt season because slutty aunt season brings a different date to every holiday exactly that's like the point is that you don't get attached to them yeah um but you know as it happens they're you know starting to get attached on cinco de mayo there's like a ton of sexual tension between them and they're mm-hmm. obviously drunk and so they she ends up like waking up half naked in his house the next day and they're like uh what happened and you know all that fun stuff yes and then we go to mother's day which why do you need a date to mother's day first of all like (laughs) that's not really i mean if you have a date and want to bring them that's fine but like you don't need a date for mother's day yeah no one's gonna pressure you on mother's day why aren't you married well they might yeah yeah that's true <laughs> I mean, I guess now they're just kind of pretending that they're boyfriend girlfriend to her family. Yeah, it, it kind of seems that way just to kind of get them off her back because he's her, uh, her mom's always, you know, s- trying to set her so up with pushy. random people. Yeah, God, the Zoom, the first Zoom call where it's oh, like, God, um, ah, look, it's me and this guy. He's a doctor and he's single. It's <laughs> like she's much prettier with makeup on. Uh. I'm wearing makeup, mom. God. Um, and so now we get to Fourth of July, and um, so on Fourth of July, Jackson blows his finger off, just casually, yeah, um, with fireworks. So they go to the hospital, and there's first of all, they're smoking a joint in the hospital bed, and like that was weird as fuck to me. But okay, yeah, that 
the whole situation there was so weird. I was like, but don't, none of you have ever been to a regular person ER before, have Clearly you? Clearly not. Clearly not. Like, he'd just be sitting out in a chair with his finger in a cooler. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, And, yeah, but so, th- I feel like this is the kind of the part where they're, like, really starting to develop, like, feelings mm-hmm. for each other. The feels. Yes. Um, so then we get to a little bit of a gray area. So as we, as I said on Christmas, um, Sloan's brother got engaged and so his wedding Mm -hmm. is on Labor Day. And so it's like, well, is that a holiday? But it's also a wedding and he gets invited separately because he actually knew the brother separately and another coincidence, um, because he was teaching him golf. And so they kind of talk and they and um, I know Jackson was getting advice from like his bros which like don't take advice from your bros about girls because mm-hmm. I promise you it's not gonna be right mm-hmm. um, and he, he's like oh yeah let's play it real cool and I'll we'll be like oh let's just get bring separate dates to the to the wedding yes yeah so it's just like they're making progress but then there's like steps back and it's like a whole bunch of thing and like whatever yeah. they both very clearly like each other but they both don't want to be in relationships but they both should be in a relationship with each other right. and then they keep blurring the lines exactly which it's just like a whole bunch of back and forth very very millennial relationship it, vibes. exactly um and so then on halloween um sloan runs into her ex-boyfriend and his girlfriend again again mm-hmm. and the girlfriend's very very pregnant um and so she's God. really upset and um (laughs) so something happens where she thought she was taking an antacid from her sister but she ended up taking a laxative and so like (laughs) while her and jackson are going home and she's really upset about her girlfriend or his her ex-boyfriend's girlfriend and so all of a sudden she's like i have to shit my pants and they're like trying to get this really (laughs) really um tight halloween costume off and they can't get it off and so (laughs) just tear it off me just tear that was that was good that was a good part um relatable yes and so um for all i think for all intents and purposes she shits her pants basically and they have sex mm-hmm. the next day which is like oh they finally have sex the day after she shits herself that's real romantic i mean yeah it's a it's a modern love story i guess so somebody I guess so. tears your halloween costume off to help you not shit your pants and then I guess that's like you definitely it's definitely like a a line crossed like a you uh-huh. know your 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 relationship is different from that point on anyway you might as well yes. just you know enjoy it as well yeah yeah you've uh, really gone through the actual vulnerable stuff that right. happens to regular people not oh my dad's dead my dad's dead too oh I'm gonna start a winery right exactly exactly um, yeah. But then after after they fuck, like Sloane is like really weird about it and mm-hmm. is just like, okay, bye, LOL. I'll see you Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I don't want to catch feelings. Yikes. Bye. Um, so. Girl, you already have feelings. Right. Um, <clears throat> so then Thanksgiving comes and things are clearly weird between them. Um, and finally they had to go to the grocery store to pick stuff up. And finally he like Mm -hmm. professes like his, that he was always really attracted to her, that he really likes her and his like, you know, love for her at the grocery store. What the fuck you said that you weren't attracted to me. That really kind of set the tone. Yeah. Which is fair. But, um, and like definitely, but he acknowledges like, I was just trying to be, I was just like trying to keep it cool, but like Mm -hmm. you're beautiful. Okay. Whatever. But anyway, of course she's too cool to have feelings. So she's yes. just like, bye. Um, and so, like, things are kind of seem to be, like, quote, unquote, over between them at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're back at Christmas again. Back at God, Christmas. Yeah. Um, and she does. Oh, well, first we do have that all of the family thinks that Sloan has driven Jackson away. Right. Yes, definitely. Yes. Um, which, I mean, yeah. Um, so... Let's see. Oh yeah. So then the basically like the the climax of the movie is they uh, were running into each other again at the mall, folks, because we just mm-hmm. that's our that's our plot device here. Um yep. so I guess they're going I think it's I'm not sure if it's I guess it's before Christmas that they're at, at the mall, but I don't know. Timing is yeah, weird, it, but it's Christmas but, time. Yeah. It's around Christmas yeah. time. And they're at the mall with um, Sloane and her older sister and her sister's kids. And, of course, Jackson happens to be there. And so, you know, because Sloane is, like, a rude bitch, she has to, like, interrupt this fucking 
Christmas choir concert that's going on um, with her own problems because they're more important mm-hmm. than everyone else's, you know, lives. Yeah. So Jackson. <laughs> Jackson. So finally, this was a fun movie to watch with a dog named Jackson. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> um, so at the so Sloan like gets his attention and she's on stage and confesses her love to him and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Well, and slutty Aunt Susan falls in love with the doctor that oh, yes. picks up Wally, who fell in love with the mom. Yes. So there's a lot of a lot of background. Uh, love happening as well going on yeah which was good um but yeah i mean it did kind of like end really abruptly i feel like which i feel like a lot yeah, of these kind of like they together <laughs> yeah See? it's like oh good so we sat through that and we don't really get to like feel super satisfied about it in the end because it's just like oh yeah. good they're we just got the like photo montage yeah they did do a photo which montage seems like a lot of them lately i can't remember which one i just watched that did this as well it was that was like a political one it was oh it was the one it was it was um the lesbian one that just came out happiest season yes 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 yeah that one has the ending photo montage Mm -hmm. too that's like look they're happy yeah they're going on vacation which is like well first of all why are you traveling right now second of all uh, (laughs) like yeah it's just not i mean it's good but it's not super satisfying but it was Mm -hmm. good i did enjoy this movie i thought it was fun and it was cute yeah and you know, it was just like it a, wasn't as outlandish as lots of the other ones. Right. It was much more like relatable, just kind of fun holiday flick. Yeah, just like a kind of like a general romantic comedy with like holiday with a little bit of holiday in there. But it wasn't like overly holiday cheesy, I felt. Yeah, it was like Love Actually. Right. Right. <laughs> One of those kind of holiday movies. Yeah, I don't know. It was cute. It was it definitely didn't have as many plots or random ass weird ass scenes. Thank as God california christmas i know i couldn't have taken it yeah i yeah i actually i liked this one more than i thought i was going to i was good it was mm-hmm. fun i know we were pleasantly surprised by it too because yeah. it's always kind of hit and miss oh definitely but, definitely yeah i mean it was nice to watch one really bad movie and one pretty good movie yeah exactly you get to kind of get the best of both worlds because i mean christmas movies are never like incredible incredible movies by themselves like Mm-mm. when you it, it's like a romantic comedy in general too and you know to other extent like horror movies and stuff like that like when you go into watching one of those things like you know what you're getting yourself into um mm-hmm. and it's probably not gonna be great but it's gonna be fun so yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean christmas movies are kind of like I don't know, Christmas cookies? Because, like, Christmas cookies are just sugar cookies with icing on them, mm-hmm. and they're not really that special and great, but, like, during Christmas, you're like, shit, yeah, yes. eat me some of those. Anything Christmassy is magical at Christmas time, so. Yeah, it's just sweet and easy. Sweet and easy, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to title this episode. Sweet, sweet and easy. <laughs> All right, well, I think that wraps it up today for our Christmas special. But we hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas, wonderful holiday season in general. Mm-hmm. I hope everybody gets to take a break. Yes. Not be retail hell as much maybe after Christmas. Yeah. It'll chill mm-hmm. out. Yeah, maybe just people, I don't know. It's kind of hard to, I don't it's, know. It, this year, this year is hard. This Christmas is hard because it doesn't feel quite like Christmas and everything is Mm-mm. so scary and awful too that it's like we can try to enjoy the Christmas season and it's great, but it's like there's the backdrop of just like terror. Yeah, so. like we're like not many of us are doing what we normally would do for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. At all, or any of the days leading up to it, like to get you in the vibe. Yeah, like it's just so. been like a normal week so far. Like we're gonna open presents on Christmas and <laughs> that's about on it. On a video chat. Yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. Hey, Merry Christmas. Right. It's it's weird, but it was nice to get some holiday cheer with some of these. Mm-hmm crappy netflix movies yeah i mean we can always take pleasure in how bad some movies are exactly (laughs) but we will be back to our regularly scheduled trash next week Um, and if you Mm -hmm. have anything you'd like to say about this episode or if you have any suggestions for things that you'd like us to cover in future episodes you can send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com and you can find us on pretty much every social media platform besides Parlor um, <laughs> at TV Literate. And we love to hear from you guys there and 
I don't know. It's just, it's great seeing all your pictures. Some people send us messages and stuff. I don't know. It's, we, all, it's all good. We literally love hearing from you guys, interacting with you guys. It makes our day. So feel free yeah. to just chat with us about anything or, you know, yeah, whatever. Um, And I think that's all I have to say. Right? Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, I think that is it for this week. And we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye.